Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. To another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. iTunes, Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available to download at your leisure. We have a young man on the program that I'm very excited about. Uh, we were texting prior to the show, and he was definitely getting my adrenaline going because, first of all, if you listen to the program enough, you know LSU defensive backs, Anybody in the secondary, I always love. There's just something about what the Tigers do when they bring these kids aboard that they're going to be studs. Now, we know our guest went off to play at Morgan State, but he initially went to LSU, and he's a standout. He was all MEAC. He's kind enough to take some time to join us. It's none other than Jordan Tolls. He was also invited to the ASB, H, HBCU Bowl that's coming up on the 24th, and he's also going to partake in the HBCU Legacy Combine. Jordan, welcome to the program, my man. How is this afternoon treating you? What's up, Bun? Thanks for having me. Um, this afternoon is going pretty well. You know, uh, just getting some training done. I actually just got done doing my recovery session, um, getting ready for my second workout today. So this afternoon is treating me pretty well. Nice. Now, I've been doing this a long time, so when I come across a gentleman like yourself and we start doing those little integral numbers, but three touchdown returns as a defensive player. You you had a blocked kick, you had a pick six, you had a kick return. I mean, people just – people. I want the audience to let that sink in. You just don't do that as a normal person. You don't do that as a normal player. I mean, you have to have some special abilities when the ball is in your hand to take it to the house. I mean, Pop Warner Peewee, were you just a demon of touchdowns? Were you just kind of the guy that, like, parents wanted to check the birth certificate and stuff? Uh, so funny, funny thing is I actually didn't play much Peewee ball growing up. I actually grew up playing basketball. Um, I didn't <laughs> fully dive into football until my sophomore year of high school. So in, in oh, aspect wow. of checking birth certificates, that was more on the basketball side. <laughs> so you were awesome. So basically, you're a great athlete. So you were doing awesome things on the basketball court too. Yes, sir. So um, coming into high school, like my eighth grade year, I was rated the number three country for my class on some uh, some reports. And uh, you know, uh, before I actually committed to LSU, a year before I committed to LSU, I had an LSU basketball offer as well. So when I committed uh-uh. to LSU, I I committed for both sports. Wow, that's impressive. I did not know that. I did not know anything about the basketball program, but that's why we get you guys on these shows so we can find out a little bit more about you. So you're doing your thing. I guess we got to fast forward now. So you're, you, you, you know, I, let me ask you this. So we know you're, you're, you're a great athlete. Um, defensive back, safety the whole time? I mean, I guess how did you kind of transcend to the defensive side? 
So um, going to St. Francis, I, I went to uh, St. Francis Academy in Baltimore. I'm not sure you know about uh, the powerhouse that we built over mm-hmm. there. Um, I started off, like I said, I played basketball. So it seemed my athletic ability and my ability to jump, run, and just be an athlete out there, fast, strong guy. So they started me at the receiver position. But uh, like I said, I did I wasn't fully into football until that sophomore year. So catching on to offensive scheme and getting the pace of things was, you know, that's challenging. It's challenging for a player that's getting into the game, as you would say, kind of late. So um, actually a week before our first official game, my sophomore year, we unfortunately had uh, both our starting safeties went down with uh, season-ending injuries. And um, it's kind of like a, a next-man-up mentality. Our coach asked us a week, literally seven days before um, the first game, who was interested in playing safety and, you know, my hand shot up, you know, I, I'm playing, I'm on the football team, but I just wanted the opportunity to actually get on the field, not just be on the team, you know, being a basketball player. I wanted to prove myself. And lo and behold, uh, everything comes to fruition and, and here you are. So you're off the LSU, spent a couple of seasons there, then Morgan State. Uh, what led to the transition for you kind of entering that portal and kind of changing gears? So, um, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, I entered LSU in 2020, uh, the Corona year. So that Corona year was kind of rough. They came off a national championship. You know, you got some guys going to the draft. And, um, you know, it, it was tough. It was tough. You know, you got your guys that work for their spot and they're next up and coaches kind of give them a little leeway or whatever because they're upperclassmen. So my freshman year was a little rough. You know, you get your little learning bumps and things like that. It's normal for a freshman. It wasn't anything out of the order. But uh, going on from my freshman year, I had a different coach every year. So it's kind of like I had to prove myself every year. The work that I was doing a year prior wasn't really as noticed or valued as much. Um, and that happens, you know, when new coaches come in, they reevaluate, they bring their own guys and things like that. So it was kind of just like finding the, finding the foundation for myself to where I can showcase what I have learned at my time at LSU. Yeah, and, and listen, Jordan, I'm telling you, I, I – I I am such a sucker for LSU uh, guys. I mean, it's just a it's a it's a pipeline towards the NFL from from you know you guys coming from that position and and obviously it's trans transcended to Morgan State. I mean, you know you've done everything there that you could and and you got all the accolades now that moving forward in the next couple of weeks you're going to be talking with NFL personnel, scouts. They're going to get to know you as a man. Um, like I said, you're, you got all the arrows pointed in the right direction. Um, let me ask you this one. We know your collegiate career. You know it as well as anybody. You've lived it. you played it. But when these scouts start breaking down your tape and looking at you, what do you think they're going to love about what you bring to the position? Um, I think it's just my instinct to, to be a ball player, you know, track the ball in the run game, be a rangy, tall athlete that can cover ground in the deep third and in your quarter and in your half. Um, being quick enough to play the, the low the low um, low zones and just being an athlete, just being reactive instead of just out there just moving around trying to get the job done, but getting your job done and doing a little bit more. Great answer. I'm so glad you said that because when I watch the games, I always think about if a guy could have, you know, maybe if you had that extra instinct to do exactly what you said is, you know, not only make the tackle, but maybe force a fumble or not just tip the ball, but, just, you know, catch the ball, maybe return it. I mean, and, and the three touchdowns we talked about, you're a master at blocking kicks. 
I mean, is that just instinct? Do you got do you watch a lot of game filming? How are you so instinctive? Um, it just really come with the want to of of wanting to make a big play for your team. Um, I kind of always been the playmaker naturally in football. Uh, my first, like I said, my sophomore year, I became a safety before seven days before the first game, and I had a pick. <laughs> I had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and I had nine tackles. So <laughs> the playmaking started immediately, um, and it's just that knack to just want to be that guy to change the game, like. It's, it's nothing really more than that for me personally. I'm pretty sure there's other things that go into it that coaches might see, like the get-off or the timing or just the camaraderie of my teammates doing their job and me cleaning up. It's, it's really just want, having that want-to inside of me. Let me ask you this one. I might, I might torment you with this one, and I told you beforehand I wasn't going to torment you, but I'm excited to get <laughs> you on. Um, are you more Ed Reed or are you more Sean Taylor? Crazy. Um, so – in high school, I was looking at more of the Sean Taylor aspect just because of the jersey number. Even though I wore number 23 in, um, in high school, you know, when I went to LSU, I wore number 21. And that actually is a, a family number of mine. Everybody in my family played basketball, but they wore number 21. So that kind of got my attention to, you know, the number and the position, which was Sean Taylor. So I tried to, like, model my game after Sean Taylor, but not so much. I tried to take bits and pieces of everybody's game and making my own. But since I've had the ability, not the ability, but the uh, the chance to step on the field and show what I could do, I started getting those Ed Reed comparisons and those Tyron Matthew comparisons just based off the dynamic of special teams and being able to score. Yeah. Well, you know, is that big playability and you you kind of return it to the house. I mean, you just got to think it's players. And, and you know, and Tyro Matthew, LSU. I mean, I remember seeing him in the Cotton Bowl as a freshman. I mean, down there in Texas. And, like, this kid's phenomenal. And, and lo and behold, you know, becomes one of the, the best we've seen. Um, now, this is your podcast, and you're off to the, you know, the, the HBCU Bowl, and you're going to be at the Combine. So these scouts are going to know. But before they get there, is there anything that goes unnoticed about your game, Jordan? And I ask this is this is the stuff they can't see on tape. This is just kind of the hard work that goes into the player that we see. I mean, maybe you're a film junkie, uh, gym room warrior. Uh, maybe the defense didn't allow you to showcase certain things. Um, what else do these teams need to know about when they sit down and talk to you that they need to know? Um, me personally, I pride myself on being a team player, you know, getting my teammates involved. As a safety, you know, you quarterback in the defense as well as the middle linebacker. You got to work hand-to-hand with him. So, you got to have a good bond with the middle linebacker. So, it's really just getting my team involved and bringing that energy together. And when they're doing good and hitting on all ceilings, it elevates my game to the next level as well. So, I think that's something that really doesn't show up on film. Just motivate my guys to do better so we can get the job done together as a team. I love it. Once again, Jordan Tolsey, standout Morgan State safety here on the C2P, breaking down what this young man brings to the 2024 draft class at the position. Uh, we've been talking X's and O's the entire show. Uh, any interests, hobbies, passions outside of the game of football, Jordan? Um, I'm a big movie guy. I like to watch movies. Uh, I like to relax a lot in my downtime. Being as though I played two sports uh, in high school, you know, I've, I've always been active, so now it's kind of like I'm taking the time to, like, personality about myself I, I think I have a lot of personality about myself but more in detail with like you know like I said learning more about movies and things like that the history of 
of life. Um, I like music a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really just trying to be the best person I can be for myself right now. Uh, hey, you got to take care of your mental state, man. I mean, that's that you're you're number one and you're uno numero, right? You got to, you know, you got to take care of the mind as well as the body, especially in today's age. Um, they they go hand in hand. Um, listen, we are almost out of time. I can't tell you how excited we are to, to bring you to our draft audience, but uh, we like to end the show. We call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted off the wall yeah. questions. You ready to take a shot with those? Let's do it. All right. Now, I'm curious, as a youngster, as a little Jordan Tolls playing basketball, uh, who is the guy that you emulated? Who is the guy that you wanted to be that was in the NBA? Uh, it was actually two guys. Um, so as a as I was younger, you know, I was kind of – I wouldn't say towering over people, but I was kind of bigger than most of the players on my team. But I played all five positions, so I tried to be like that LeBron type of guy. But as I got older, like transitioning to middle school, you know, guys reaching six, seven in the eighth grade, seven foot in the ninth grade, things like that. Um, I kind of try to translate my game to Russell Westbrook, you know, the explosive guard that can do all things. Dude, uh, dude I, I, I regret not. I was going to pause you. I was going to say Russell Westbrook. I knew you were going to say Russell because you're just a hustler. <laughs> you're just an all. I was going to yeah. tell you, let me pick the guy. And when you started to say, I'm like, dang it, I should have just said it because it would have validated what I was really thinking. Oh. Yeah, and just, yeah. it just totally fits the style as you. Just all around the football, making big plays, whatever it can do for the team. Triple doubles all around. That's what you bring to the table. Um, how about this one? Yeah. You could pick LSU or Morgan State. Um, which one of your ex coaches had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no no. So this came towards, I would say LSU. It came more towards the end of my career at LSU. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but. Um, when Brian Kelly and the staff came in, they decided to try me out at corners. So the whole spring ball, I played uh, cornerback at uh, LSU before I transferred. And Brian Kelly was he's a he's a straight up and down guy, you know, coaching at Notre Dame, um, pretty uh, strict school. And he just was coming in trying to change the culture as a, as a head coach. So I would say he was the most strict because of the situation, and. I'm not sure if that's how he was the rest of the time after I left, but when I was there, I know he was trying to make a change and bring in a new culture. So I would say Brian Kelly for now. Fair enough. And then the final one, Jordan, as we approach the 2024 NFL draft, you're going to be waiting to hear your name come off the board, surrounded by family and friends. Who's the best cook in your family? And what would you like that person to have specifically made draft weekend as you celebrate your next football journey? And you trying to get me put in the headlock, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I would I say, tell, that's why I, I saved it my, for last. That... <laughs> I would say I would say my mom, as of right now, you know, I got to give it to mom. She makes she makes some good turkey wings. I like her turkey wings. <laughs> well, listen, mom is on the clock for turkey wings. And, Jordan, you are on the clock for the 2024 NFL Draft. It's been an absolute pleasure. As I like to tell our guests, stay humble. Stay hungry and be blessed, and best of you moving forward, especially in these upcoming weeks. I hope you knock out of the ballpark, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate it for having me on. No problem at all. Once again, Jordan Tolsey, standout safety from Oregon State, talking about what he brings to this 2024 draft class. you got to love the play-making ability, and that Russell Westbrook thing, that just speaks volumes of what type of guy he is defensively, just an all-around ball hawk making plays 
every way possible. If the ball's on the field, he's going to find a way defensively, special teams, nonetheless, to get it into the end zone. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the CPP. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.